Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Ультрамариновый набок берет 
Петельник с волной и море погон С неба навеки десант обручен ВТВ, сколько побед Из парашютов белый букет Радугой мирный порядку пола Слава десанту, честь и хвала Честь и хвала My dog is not a Soviet. He saw that video no. just on the computer screen and just started barking. He's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> he does, so that's he does I have my not. headphones laid here so my dog can hear it. He did the same goddamn thing, just ran to the kitchen. Was not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's funny. That's that's really oh uh, how how the fuck are you guys doing? We got uh we got Nolan Booth up on the on the top right next to me and Brady Price down there on the bottom. Uh Tyler Holsey. Holsey, yeah. He was he was supposed to jump on. I haven't heard back from him and then had a couple others, couldn't make it. So anyway, this is uh this is the anti cowboy measures bull session. <laughs> Um, I, I think, uh, we've all, we've all worked in a feedlot. Is that correct? Or are you currently in the feedlot? Um, Brady? No. So my feedlot experience, my stepdad owned one back in Wyoming. So I would just kind oh, okay. of go basically day work for him. Okay. And, 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 uh, Nolan, you, you're, you're in one now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think, uh, if you, if you put riding pins, that could be a pretty effective anti-cowboy measure. <laughs> Depends on how broke they are. Depends on the it's, law. It's where you show up when you're broke. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> or, or if you're uh, if the country's in a recession, feedlot's not a bad place to be. Yep. That that that, that check. Um, I've never had a check bounce uh, from from a feedlot that I've worked for. So. Um, there's that. Well, and yeah, especially like kind of coming from the ranching side, if all of a sudden you're kind of out of a job there about this time of year, there ain't a lot of ranches hiring right now. So yeah, you're going to go find a feedlot because they're busy. They're got pins full. They'll hire you right now. This oh time yeah. Of year. And just about every, uh, feedlot is hiring all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, if if you have a full crew, like it, it's kind of weird almost. You're just like, um, is is something gonna happen? Like, 
the, something's not right with the world. We got a full crew. <laughs> if you find a feedlot that's my... not hiring somebody, don't go to work there. <laughs> yeah, we we could get into the pokey feeders uh, argument. You know, it just depends on who you talk to. Uh, uh, they uh, there's some guys that, that swear that pokey feeders was a, was a great place to work. Uh, surprisingly, none of them work there anymore, but uh, they'll still claim that was a great place to work. Um, but that that's uh, I don't know. Are you, are you aware of that that yard, Brady? It's uh, it's north no, of I Scott City, not. Kansas. It's uh, it's uh, pretty well known in the down down in the you know the like Southwest Kansas, uh, Oklahoma and Texas Panhandle, Eastern Colorado area that, and that that it's uh it's pretty notorious. They they run through through people pretty regular, but it, they pay underwear. <laughs> pretty close, pretty close. Depend depends. Um, Who wears depends. underwear? Um. Joe Biden don't. He wears depends. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, I think they paid pretty good. But they, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I've I've talked to a lot of good hands that work there, and they said, ah, it's it's all right if you don't mind working all the fucking time, like <laughs> like fifteen, sixteen hours a day every single day. They say you you get rich working there because you don't have any time to spend that money. Right. it was i don't know that that's oh go ahead the only time i really thought i was gonna go be full hand yard help was mm-hmm. talk to these guys online everything sounded great pay was pretty good holy shit there's benefits involved you know that's kind of out of the blue like not new to me but yeah I, this sounds pretty good they said well all right come out and we'll we'll just see how you do I said all right so showed up, I and I told him, I said, well, I got some horses I can bring. And they said, no, 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 we got horses we want you to ride. So, all right, you know, and so, of course, we're going to be on a dink. Well, I showed up, threw my saddle on, jumped on, got ready to ride out. And they said, no, 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 you got to leave your rope here. got to do what? <laughs> oh. They said, well, you can't have your rope in the pins for liability reasons. I don't think this is the place for me. <laughs> I appreciate the interview, but I think we're done here now. Yeah, that's uh well, I uh when I when I went to work at um at Grant County, I couldn't rope well enough to to do anything at the time anyway, so like it wasn't anything for me to leave the rope behind, but it so I never even even really asked. I just and then I was like, "Oh, we got you know got around there." I was like, "Oh, that's a yeah." They don't allow you to have there. I think it was uh, Gilcrest up in in uh, around Greeley was the last of the JBS Five Rivers yards that allowed ropes, and then somebody got his thumb cut off, and yeah, that ended it for the rest. Of, that was the last holdout, and uh, yep. yeah. As far Our as cactus taken away because of people using breakaway ropes and somebody oh. got smacked in the face with them. <laughs> I mean, that's just good fun. <laughs> he, he decided he needed to go to the doctor and then that, that ruined it for all of us. Oh, he was a bitch. Then people that need to go to the goddamn doctor. I know. It's uh, my, I, I got kicked by a cow on S4 that I just, it just jammed my wrist. You know, I figured it was like jamming your thumb. Cause I could still like 
rolled my wrist around and everything and it was just swelled up and everybody's like no i'm pretty sure that's broke and i had my brother-in-law like pull on it see if we could unjam it and um and then finally my wife like she pestered me enough i was it was it was easter weekend too and so i was like fine if it's not if it doesn't start the swelling don't start going down by tomorrow i'll, I'll go to the doctor yeah sure enough like i said uh, i told her i was like it's either not broke or it's like a you know a compression fracture where it doesn't break to the outside so there's not a damn thing they can do for you except give you the stupid soft cast (laughs) that's exactly what it was it was uh it was uh, like a compression fracture and they gave me a soft cast Eh, gay so that's the only time in my life i've ever used a workman's comp because that that, those x-rays are fucking expensive the yeah. one time in my life that I wish I could have used it, I was in Nebraska, where workman's comp is not a thing because we're agricultural workers. Mm-hmm. Cabin season got kicked in the head. I was plumb knocked out. Somehow stayed on my feet, caught myself on the fence, dirty pissed off, turned around to cuss the cow out, fell over again. <laughs> Ended sure. up, shit, it got to the point where I would have to get out of bed and I'd have to crawl on my hands and knees to go to the bathroom and take a leak. <laughs> oh, Turns shit. out two months two months later, finally went to the doctor. Apparently had an aneurysm. Oh. So they had to do okay. three spinal taps in order to remove all the excess buildup around my brain. Oh, they they turned it to eleven on you, did they? Told boss what was going on. <laughs> he was like, Well, you're on your own. Well, I guess we can find a new ranch. <laughs> oh shit i was three looking for a job but i found up. this one three spinal <laughs> taps uh Damn. lost about 60 60 percent of my vision in this right eye because there was so much excess fluid around my brain it pinched the uh optical nerve off uh-huh. and so i was dang near blind in my right eye dang huh dang. Did, it, did it come back once they they got it drained so once they, it, it took quite a while after they drained it took honestly probably six seven months from my last spinal tap for everything to fully come back shit so it it was like uh, the cow version of covid instead of losing your your smell you lost your sight lost my sight exactly it was was calvin yeah calvin (laughs) there we go I mean, you got a case of that a while back, Matt. Is your face recovering from that? I know it's weird that I have to ask, but you know, it's um, it's still bruised, right? I mean, she she did get me pretty good. Um, it's the swelling's gone down, but there's I got a nice little scar coming, and then there's still like a a little lump right there where it's still like my my upper jaw and my lip is has been swelled up the entire time so it's a good reason i i'm using that as a, a reason why i don't shave my stash every time I, my uh my wife asked me it's like no nah, i can't i got a fat lip still it's been a month and a half, I, yeah i uh i think i'm gonna be uh and i don't know why i've never done it before because i i've got the stash for it but i'm actually gonna go full poncho via for halloween and um yeah, so I, I gotta find a, I gotta find like a legit sombrero, but like not the not the fancy, you know, with the, you know, the, the sequins on. I like I want to find like that same style, but without the sequins, you know, because like the tan should... ones with like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, so I'm gonna find one of those. Get me a serape, a couple of bandoliers, you know, 
make it look so, real cool. Just make people listen to the end of this episode. At the end, remind me about Poncho Villa, and I'm going to tell you the one of the funniest jokes about Poncho that my uncle told me. Nice. Well, should we save that for the Patreon? Is it is it a Patreon? Uh, is it like a not safe for work one or? A... It, it's not safe for work. That that'd be a Patreon one. Okay, we'll we'll save that after. Yeah, when when we we'll do that just for paying customers. So, well, all uh, more reason that they should be paying. Exactly. Exactly. It's uh. Which, by the way, we're going to start going uh, live streaming only on uh, on the Patreon. It still works through YouTube, but it doesn't put it out publicly for YouTube. So what it does is, like, I'll send you a link uh, in your email. Or, or I'll, I'll, I'll post the link on Patreon. You'll get an email notification or a, a phone notification. And then you can still watch it just like a regular YouTube video. You can still do the chat like, like YouTube. But... Um, yeah, because honestly, the only reason YouTube I still use it is because it's free. But they don't. Like I got the last video I think got seven views. Seven. I've got a thousand followers on there, but seven views on a video. <laughs> so, it's because like, we're all ugly. I think so. I think so. Um, <laughs> if, well, if it's in my case, that's because I don't know how to work it. But well, still, I just I think. I mean, that's uh that's a horrible percentage for them amount <laughs> of subscribers I have. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't, I don't get this. Uh, I don't get the algorithm stuff most, most of the time anyways, but I know with all of the political shit that, uh, that we talk that, uh, yeah. It, yeah. It's not going, uh, kind yeah, of a shadow gonna... band type thing. Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been stuck at 3,500 followers. Uh, it's like 3,530 for like the last six months. Like I'll, I'll get like 20, 20 new followers in a day, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how many I'm up to now. Still at 35, 20, or 30. Somewhere right in there. It's like, uh, and uh, yeah, and on Facebook. Oh, if you're against the pedophiles, you'll never, you'll never grow. I, I know, I know. The pedophiles are, it's funny how they're really trying to make that uh like a normalized thing like it's uh you know it's a, a sickness which it is a sickness that you have to die from uh but it, it i mean it is i a know sickness. a cure for it yeah oh, that is only that is the only cure as far as i know i mean there there are different methods of the cure but the, the end results the same uh my favorite though is the wood chipper i, I think that's that's by far the most effective I mean, I, I, you gotta go back to we're gonna hang them and then we're gonna burn them. Well, I've never There's heard that too. hanging a dead man before. <laughs> but see, I'm, I'm trying to make this uh, popular with the most amount of people. So if you would chip them, you can compost them. Mulch green. Okay. It makes it becomes carbon neutral at some point. Yeah, I mean, you know, composting is carbon neutral. Burning them, you know, CO two. Yeah. Deal. So. Yeah, so like you're 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 decreasing the carbon by composting them, but you're also burning a lot of diesel to run the the chipper, so it all balances out. End of the day, carbon neutral, and that's a good thing, as far as I I know, um, according to our our latest propaganda, carbon neutral is a good thing. Well, don't you worry, boys. In a couple of years, we're all going to have electric pickups. <laughs> you know, I'm not opposed to it, but I, I was I was talking with my uh 
with with our other pen writer this morning. I was like, just wait till because we were talking about NASCAR, and, and like wait till NASCAR is all electric vehicles. How <laughs> fucking weird will that be watching that? Because like part of the isn't part of the allure of going to a NASCAR race is just like the sheer noise How and wild. the thunder of it, and, and well, but instead it's just Dodge's like Dodge's new <laughs> electric one. Uh, so Dodge came out with an electric charger that uses part of that battery to run speakers to make exhaust noise. <laughs> Swear to God. Shut the fuck up. Swear to I God. Just... <laughs> That's amazing. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> every pickup I ever have ever had, every electrical thing is always broke on it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make the entire thing How many times so have you guys had a rewired trailer? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it makes conduit gets real cheap after you have to tear out, um, you know, trailer wiring. It's like, fuck that. I'm putting in conduit and and I'm never replacing this shit again. Well, so that's there was a guy just the other day. I think this is up on YouTube. Try to do a deal. He went and bought like some old Model T or some old Ford had a brand new electric F-150. was like, yeah, we're going to tow it home in this. He could not make it a hundred miles before he had to stop and get a charge. Good God! How are you going to get across Wyoming doing that? That's not going <laughs> to yeah. happen. Like you're you're uh, you're coming from Utah on on I eighty in the you know in the fall, <laughs> and it just that wind hits you, and your battery gauge just goes. <laughs> you're over there at Elk Mountain, stuck behind the pileup. All oh. of a sudden, your battery goes dead. Man, when I was uh, pulling a trailer through Wyoming with my my little three quarter ton gasser, I, it was like, and, and it didn't have a big tank either. It was only like a twenty four gallon tank, and it was like every hundred and fifty miles I had to pull over. I mean, that's like that, that. I mean, it took a long time to get from from Western Nevada to Eastern Colorado, uh, in in a gas gas pickup pulling a pulling a trailer over that shit. I mean, especially through Wyoming because it just. It doesn't matter what direction you're driving, you're in a headwind. You fight the wind. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow you're in a headwind from all directions. So we call it the W word. You, you don't dare say it. It's just the W word. Uh, see that that's the only place on earth that beat where I grew up. I mean, like and Nolan, you're you're well aware of the the wind oh. down there. It's brutal, but like yeah, Wyoming's the only place I, I can think of that's got it worse. And uh, I didn't know that was possible till I, I went up there. <laughs> well, you know yeah, why it, Wyoming's it, so windy, don't you? Because um, Idaho blows and Nebraska Colorado sucks. Or sucks. Uh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get that greeny shot in there when I can. Mm. Colorado used to be good. God damn it. There's still that northeastern corner that's holding out. Yeah, the the rural the rural parts of the state are still good, but they they just don't have enough people. But <clears throat> I don't know. I think uh, I was I was talking with uh, with one of my good buddies, and as bad as Polis is, and I, and I can attest to this, like boy, he's a lot better than most of them than Western Democrat governors. I mean, he's not good. Don't get me wrong, but compared to like that that uh that bitch down in New Mexico, uh Newsom in California, this piece of shit we've got here in Nevada and then Oregon, Washington, those guys, all of those are 
way worse than Jared Polis. Jared Polis at least wants people to make money. You know, he's like, right. uh, hey, it, business is a good thing. The hand that feeds him. Right. He's uh, but he's like, hey, um, like we gotta work to make money, and like businesses make money, so we kind of want businesses here. So let's we gotta get back to work at some point. And so like he's he's at least somewhat rational. He's like I said. It's a big caveat. He's not he's not good by any means, but compared to the rest of them, Colorado got it pretty pretty good. Especially compared, like you said, compared to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. How's uh how's things in Utah? I hear I hear this McMullen's gonna upset the Senate race. Holy shit! Oh, don't even give me start on that, dude. <laughs> no, uh, so you guys, you're the right age. You've seen the movie The Coneheads. Yeah. <laughs> you will never see another one of his commercials without looking at the same way. <laughs> I, I've not never seen one of his commercials, but I, I've seen his face and I, I uh the conehead thing thing didn't hit, but it's it's been a while since I've seen it. So I but I just I did think like good God, that is a super shiny head. Like <laughs> like it's 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 like uh, Michael he Jordan shiny at least once or twice a week. Little buffing pad on there, you know. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like a pasty liver spotted Jordan head. <laughs> like it's it's super shiny, but like he's not got great skin tone. Well, and that's like, I really don't think he's gonna catch any traction out here because you got all the Mormons and you know how they're gonna vote and. I well, really and, don't see things going his way. Well, and he's running against Mike Lee, who's pretty damn solid. Like Mike Lee is one of the right. one of the good ones uh, in the Senate. So I think it's uh, I think the Democrats are going to lose their fucking ass. It seems like uh, it seems like the the polls are finally having to admit that, like, oh yeah, it's not working. We're f- it's looking bad so so then they're just like throwing up hail marys they're like utah might go and no it's not no (laughs) no it's not um but it's like you know maybe if it was like that judge roy moore thing you know remember where he uh he was accused of kind of kind of somewhat being a pedophile and like i kind of agree with it like he wasn't technically a pedophile because it was legal but still he was in his thirties and he was coming after 16 year olds. Like mm, I'm good with him not being in the Senate. You know, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I don't care if a, if a Democrat won the Senate for a couple of years in, in Alabama, um, that, yeah, I, I, I don't want that guy that, uh, yeah, that, that's a little, a little pedophilic and I'm not, I've got a no tolerance on that. For sure. There's the, there's a hard line in the sand on that one. Yeah, like I, I made that meme because uh, I I sent I sent a, a as a tweet to to Aaron, and uh, there was some Republican in uh, Arizona, and he was running for like a college uh, like board of trustees or some some shit like that, and he got caught in the parking lot of said college about. 200 feet away from a daycare center yanking it in his car. And um, even if there is an explanation, 
there's no way it can be a good one. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way for there to be a good explanation there. And the guy did not get arrested. I just like spit out a lot of things with cops. That's not one of those deals you talk your way out of. Um, I'll uh, we'll we'll be covering it on on the next fence post politics, and I've got the you know screenshots of the the police report. But the the cop was just like like knocked on the window, scared the guy, and he's like, uh, and then he's like, get out of the car, and then he gets he's like, seriously, seriously, (laughs) (laughs) and then and then he let him go. With uh, like I don't know if he gave I can't remember if he gave him the citation or I think he I think he I don't but you let him go, right? No, straight to jail. Um, yeah. every I think everybody that <laughs> listens to the show knows knows I'm not <laughs> super pro police, but uh, if there's a time I endorse police brutality, excessive use of force, it's something like that. Case in point. It's something like that. And uh yeah, at the very least, that guy needs to spend the night in jail. I spent the night in jail for way, way, way less. <laughs> way less. <laughs> so yeah, I um yeah, I, I made the I made the captain call on me and I hate pedophile behavior in a man. I won't tolerate. I uh you should yeah, make or that a woman as well. put out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's um yeah, I, I, that cannot be tolerated. I got that. Th- those, yeah, I, that, I have no tolerance for that. There's few things that I really draw a hard line over, and that's one of them. That like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, my, my deal, like the whole libertarian deal, is like if you are an, a consenting adult and you are not harming somebody, you're not, you're not infringing on their property rights. I don't have to like it, but. I don't really care. It doesn't affect right. me. It doesn't affect others. You're not hurting anybody and you're not stealing their shit. And you're a consenting adult. But all those criteria are met. Fucking do your thing. You know? And then once that, that criteria is not met, then we'll, we'll have a conversation. Problem. Yeah. There, there's a conversation to be had, but until then I, I don't fucking care, but then that the kids are off limits. Like the kids are off limits on all of that shit. Like if it that, comes to the, shit like that, just build a gallows and wait for the sun. Do it like mm-hmm. we used to do it. And yeah, I guarantee that guy that's sitting there in the crowd and he sits there and watch everybody eating popcorn and watch that guy get hung. He's going to sit there and yeah. think twice about doing a little kid. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, like, I think we should just do reenactment of old uh, Clayton, New Mexico, and, and Blackjack catch them. Just pop their head, you know, a couple <laughs> cement bags tied to their feet and drop them on down. Make sure we got them good, you know. It's uh, it's it's humane. It's not it's not pretty, <laughs> but it's humane. The It's an instantaneous death. A little bit more oh. cleanup, but hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> I grew up in the old Tom Horn country, and... The only reason he was ever caught is because he was set up. But yeah, yeah, we can we can handle this. <laughs> yeah, I uh, there there's there's a few things that uh that require just uh severe, swift, harsh punishment. But that's one of them. That's one of them. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. 
what were we, what were we going to talk about before uh like we we were waiting on uh oh uh Tyler and we we probably should have been recording cuz I think we feel like we lost a lot of stuff in in the in the in the ether that, that never got recorded but uh I will find something I'm sure but uh uh there was there was something the, uh was it on the Mormon country the I think Mormon it was. country and the brandings and everything yep yeah yeah and then uh, and then Mormon girls cuz uh you know that's that's part <laughs> of the reason uh that uh the South Park guys are so funny like uh I think it's Trey Parker said uh like he he's he makes fun of the Mormons so much, but he he but it's secretly because he loves them because the first girl that he ever fucked was a Mormon girl, and um, yeah they well, are so uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone it, and this could be wrong, but as far as I know, both of them grew up in the Mormon religion. Mm, I don't think I don't think that's the case. I think uh, uh, okay, I I don't that might be. That might be true. I don't know for sure. I'm uh, I'm kind of a fanboy, but I'm not that much of a fanboy. I, but I do remember hearing him say that the first. Uh, I think it was Trey Parker said the first first girl he ever fucked was a Mormon, and that was kind of his. Uh, you know, that that well, that was why he he makes fun of him because the religion is well, like I find it to be kind of ridiculous. That's that's my nothing nothing against anybody. That's I find most religions kind of ridiculous, but. If they work for you, they work for you. And um but yeah, he, he found them kind of funny and he made and those two are, are some of the funniest people to ever ever lived. Holy <laughs> shit. They are funny. I, I uh it's like twenty five years that South Park's been going on. Fucking wild. Well those old Jack Mormon girls, those are some of the funnest girls. If you're going out on the night to go do a little honky talking, want to go dancing, meet some gals, them old Jack Mormon gals, oh that's all you need that's, right there. Well that's they're they're pretty much the same thing as uh as like uh Catholic schoolgirls. I mean essentially the same same amount of like pent up sexual frustration. Pretty much, and I tell you what. 99% of the ones I met, they're all blonde hair, blue eyed, just good looking women. And who you want to have a little fun. <laughs> how, how come Hitler never tried to cozy up to the Mormons? Because uh, there are a lot of blonde hair, blue eyed, and there's a, there's a lot of Germans too. You know, as terrible as Hitler was, he probably could have got that thing going if he would have got Brigham Young on board. <laughs> yeah well yeah he just missed the right the group <laughs> which, which brigham though because i think it's the well there's been a couple brighams and then it was what joseph young um i, yeah. I don't know the whole thing behind it but yeah if he would have got whoever won was in charge at that time if he would have yeah. got them on board oh it could have been an entirely different war <laughs> well well the reason i asked that is because every Every family that can trace their lineage directly back to Brigham Young, the firstborn son, is always named Brigham. Well, you know what they say about Mormons, right? Uh, which one? They don't have a family tree. They have a family stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So, so my wife's uh, ancestors, like her however many great back uh grandfathers was like the second 
I think the second mayor of uh, Provo. Um, so, you know, like right there in the heart of Mormondom, like uh, Salt Lake City is kind of the, you know, it's the capital and whatnot. It was the founding. But like now all the, like the the real true blue, like Mormon elders all live in like Provo, Heber City up in, in that area. And because uh, that isn't because um, Brigham Young or BYU is up in uh, in Provo, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, University of Utah is in, in Salt Lake, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, I'm not sure where I was going with that, but yeah, it's, uh, those Mormons, they're a funny bunch. I uh, I harp on them a lot, but I, I truly find them interesting. I, I like, all the religion stuff aside, like, I just, as a, as a community, they're they're very very cliquish, but man, they take care of their own and they make a shitload of money. Well, and that whole Deseret Ranch and feedlot and all the way mm-hmm. down to citrus groves, like that's insane. Yeah, yeah I Deseret uh, place, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, oh Brigham Young doesn't get enough credit for being uh, um, you know, like he he gets vilified quite a bit because that the u.s government came after the mormons pretty hard but he uh, he left you know when they left um <coughs> illinois they they were headed to utah because it wasn't in the united states anymore they were they, they were ahead because they they were leaving the u.s and then mexican war happened and uh, <laughs> utah became the u.s again so he's like fuck <laughs> and then so so it was like try to keep him out and then he realized that wasn't going to happen so then he was like well let's make a deal and he uh like his his uh his mormons um met up with the 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 chinese building the the central pacific and uh yeah and then anybody that came through through utah there was a tax and it all went to the it all went to big daddy brigham so I tell you what, the only thing that I've ever seen touch on that, um, what was the show? Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels is an excellent show. Excellent show. And yeah, that touches on it the way that the Mormons mm-hmm. sided with the Central Pacific and bringing that over and set aside yep. with UP. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so that was what, like, because I was like, huh, I'd never heard that before. Like, I'd, I'd heard a little bit about the the Mormon War. Or, you know the Utah War, but um, we didn't learn too much. Yeah, me and my wife watched that show. I mean, that that was back when we still had, you know, Direct TV, or I think it was Direct TV. But like, you know, we watched it every week, and I was like, we're like, this this fucking good show. And uh, and so I, I got to doing a little bit of reading on that. I was like, huh, the Mormon story is pretty interesting. And then uh, <laughs> then when I started started the podcast, I was like, oh. I was always a bit, I'm still a huge fan of Dan Carlin. And uh, then I, I gained a, a lot more appreciation for, for how hard it is to put those things together. Like, and, and how well done it is like son of a bitch, man, I'm not even close to being ready to put out, uh, you know, something like that. Like I, who it, it's going to take a while, but one of these days I'm going to, I'm going to do like a full, full like multi-part series on on the you know the story of the mormons dan carlin style it's gonna it's gonna be cool but it's it's a long ways off there's well, a lot to read one of your history ones that you do uh and i didn't know about them until i moved out here to utah but uh orrin rockwell yeah it's, yeah 
I tell yeah. you what, that'd be a cool guy to do a series about. I didn't know, I, like I said, I didn't know about him until I moved out here, and so I started reading up on him. Holy yeah. cow! Uh, hold on, just a second. Keep that, keep that thought going. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, he's hunting for now, reading yeah, material. See, now we're bringing a book out. Yeah. <laughs> now he has yeah. to keep <laughs> important things. Yeah, Orrin Porter Rockwell. Yeah, right <laughs> there. A, yeah, right. it's a yeah. it's a really good read too. Like it's uh, over here. Like I'm in Texas and they're weird and we leave them alone up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they made they made their forays into Texas on daily. So I, the more I can know about them, the better. <laughs> you know the, the the Mormons are everywhere. They're they're the world's fastest growing religions. So I think they they may not be in your community yet, but they're coming. They, well, they're all over. So with that yeah. Deseret thing, they have the spade now, mm-hmm. and they own a place down in Waco again, and <laughs> uh, kind of a different deal. But I tell you what, what blew my mind. So the day near a year ago, last November, I was down in Fort Worth for the National Angus Convention. Mm-hmm. Jumping this taxi, they're picking us up from the airport, head to the hotel. Dude, I mean, could own the Seven Eleven, just straight. Uh, what was the old boy's name from The Simpsons? Oh, Apu. Uh, Apu. Apu. Thank you. Come again. It sound exactly <laughs> like him. So he's sitting there, and we're trying to have conversations as much as we can, minus language barriers. Yeah. He goes, where are you from? And I said, well, I'm living in Utah now. And he goes, oh, are you a Mormon? I said, no. And he goes, oh, well, I am. <laughs> well, goddamn. <laughs> How funny. far does this shit go? I thought I was going down to Texas, get away from this for a week. Yeah. The, nope. Well, I mean, they all, all the, all the good Mormons. I mean, that's a two year mission that, that every one of them takes. And I tell you what, and, what they do, that's some straight dedication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it works because there's a fucking lot of them. I mean, there's a lot of them. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, but I, after, after, you know, the, on that Easter day deal up in, in Washington, and I, and I, I know I've been harping on it, but it's fresh in my mind. Cause it was a, it was an interesting thing. And, uh, I was almost kind of halfway rooting for the fella because, you know, fuck Tyson. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm sure he screwed a bunch of other people out of some money, but like, Man, if he could have kept it going and and Tyson just kept losing money, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not all that opposed to it. Um, we all feel better about that. <laughs> yeah, but I I just found it just incredibly telling how just corrupt everything is. Uh, like the judge would not let them parcel it down, which they would have made way more money. And he was um, he was fined two hundred and sixty five million dollars. And they made him sell the thing all in one foul swoop. And there was only two bidders and it was Bill Gates and the Mormon church were the only people that could afford. And it sold for 209 million. And if they would have allowed them (laughs) parcel it down, it would have taken longer, obviously, but he probably could have got, you know, upwards of 300 million just by, just by doing that. And, and then all he would have had to do is just go serve his time. Um, But, yeah, so it's all corrupt, and yeah, they so they made it so the, only the big boys could could uh, could bid on that shit. And if uh, when it comes down to Bill Gates and the Mormon Church, 
not a huge fan of either one, but I'll take my, I'll roll my dice with the Mormons 10 out of 10 times. I, I, I kind of know where they're, where they, <laughs> their morals uh, stand <laughs> and I have no clue what Bill Gates is. So yeah, I'll take my chances with the Mormons. I, I think we all know where his are and it's not yeah. good. <laughs> right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. One so. of the biggest things that I heard, again, this is all just kind of word to mouth is just what I've heard from people that have been in the church and are now ex, I believe they call it excommunicated. Yeah. I'm not sure how that all works, but so, uh, Kennecott copper mine. Mm -hmm. It's out here in Utah. It's one of the few things that you can see from space. So it's a big copper gold. They pull everything out of there. Yeah. So apparently it was a guy that was in the church that was ranching out there and discovered all the minerals. From what I've heard from quite a few people since I've been out here in Utah was the church basically poisoned him to the point that they're like, yeah, you're dying. You need to sell this back to the church. Huh? And so he was like, yeah, well, I'm going to die. I want to leave everything I have to the church, left it to the church. And then they opened up that mine. Huh? And that's a uh, that's some Monsanto shit, except using religion. The few <laughs> things that like I kind of had for proof of that after I've been told this multiple times is you, you look, and there's still mountains around there that are named after that guy's family. Hmm. And so you're like, well, yeah, if he was the original ranch owner back in when I don't even know when the Mormons first came out here, but early 1800s, and yeah. you go and settle a ranch, you're probably going to name some, a mountain after you and a mountain after your kids and things like that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. There's, um, yeah, like it, the, the, the worst part about this, uh, trying to do this series is it is like part of the Mormon doctrine that to keep good records, it's literally one of, uh, Joseph Smith's revelations is to keep good records. So there is so much shit to comb through and some of it's just, mundane just at the you know nothing there but there's so much interesting shit like um you know they they it's always like the polygamy that that everybody focuses on and well, for for good reason <laughs> but but it wasn't just like uh you know particularly like these these modern day like the fundamentalist types that are have essentially turned into a cult it wasn't quite like that. I mean, there there was a lot of just like, uh, we're going to keep these pretty young girls for the elders. There was a lot of that. But also it was like some, some old boy would die and his his widow would need to be taken care of. So some other, you know, they'd, they would marry them in spirit or whatever. And like there was there was no like, like they weren't fucking. It was just like, all right, she's I'm taking care of her and her clan now. And uh, take care of you <laughs> and the kids. And yeah, yeah. And also, like they they had to they had to build up the population because there was a lot of work to do. So, what better way to attract more uh, more converts to the religion is, uh, and especially the young strapping lads as well. You can get a whole bunch of wives. <laughs> and in fact, God thinks it's a good thing that you have all the wives. Well, yeah, you can probably breed them faster, and you can convert them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I think so, and um. 
Yeah, and let's face it, the ladies are kind of dumb, so they were easy to trick. And uh, you know, you just had to. You had to. After that, it was. I mean, wasn't hard to to convince the the guys. You know, like, all right, you can't have coffee or whiskey or tobacco. You can have seven pussies. No, I tell you, my my (laughs) biggest problem about being out here now. So. They, they kind of went through, I don't even know how long ago it was. So now they can have caffeine. They can drink all the soda they want to, but they still can't have coffee or iced tea. So to try really? and go somewhere out here and get just a good glass of iced tea, I got to go to McDonald's <laughs> if I want iced tea. <laughs> Hell, most restaurants out here won't, will not sell tea. They um, sell every kind of soda you want, and they'll put extra sugar in it for you. Do everything, but you cannot well, get the glass ice. They they make money off that sugar, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently the original thing was was hot drinks, and so that's why the soda became such a thing. Because they're like, all right, well, if we're drinking pop, that's not a hot drink, so we can have yeah. the caffeine and the sugar and all mm-hmm. that. Well, okay, well. You can do that, but you still can't have hot drinks, coffee, well, what... tea. And so then they came out and said, well, iced tea is the same as hot tea. Well, what, what? is that deal? That's... <laughs> huh. So, so like, what about the canned coffee? Like, uh, is that? <laughs> it, so it depends on where you go. So this is like the first place in my life that if you walk into a gas station, they don't have one of those fresh brewed iced tea machines sitting there. Mm-hmm. they'll have hot coffee machines because they know they're going to sell that and make money, but they will not do the iced tea because they know it's a temptation. And it, it's <laughs> well, awkward out here, man. It's in Nevada, <laughs> you can walk into a convenience store and you've got all the temptations right there. <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> you can, you can walk out uh, with uh you know, two hundred dollars in in uh, slot winnings and a, a handle of uh, of whatever whiskey you want and a thirty pack of uh, of Coors Light, and this is all at the convenience store at <laughs> say six o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock in the morning. Doesn't matter what time. Nobody is even going to look at you any different. <laughs> well, and I'm used to Wyoming where if you're at the bar and you say, yeah, give me one for the porch, they pour it in a plastic cup and say, all right, have a good night. Yeah, I'm yeah, here, here. Yeah, that, finally here that, got moved like, into the house. Sorry, go, oh, ahead, go ahead, Matt. go ahead. Uh, go, so you I go finally ahead. got moved into the house and everything. It took me two, three days to get everything packed in, unpacked, you know, kind of got moved into the house. It was the weekend. By golly, all right. We're going to go out. Got moved in by myself. I moved out here for a gal. She's no longer in the equation, of course. Mormon gal. All right. Going to go have me a steak, some drinks. So I go out that night, order me a big old ribeye, get a Coors Light. Said, yeah. She goes, what else can I get you? And I said, yeah, bring me a double of scotch. She goes, I can't do that. I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, you already have a beer, so I can't bring you hard alcohol. I said, so no hard alcohol. She goes, well, I can bring you some, but it has to be a one-ounce one shot. She goes, you can't do a double. Where did I fucking move to again? 
Yeah, but I, I think if you would have done uh, a scotch and water and then ordered another shot of scotch, I think they can allow that. And then they also say, would you like me to pour it in there for you? And uh, and you'd be like, well, yes, I would. <laughs> so now that I've gotten used to this, everybody that same deal. You just order what you want and then get a shot on the side. But they will not pour it in there for you because that's against the state laws. Oh, okay. So, so that they walk away, must have then you just pour it back in there. They must have started clamping down on that because uh, one one of my college buddies uh, went went to Salt Lake on a business trip and and we were it was one of the uh, it's been several years back but it, it was it was you know post college and we we're like it was all of us old old college fucks meeting up for for brunch because we're we're sassy bitches like that. <laughs> and uh <laughs> speaking of sassy bitches, have you seen Herschel Walker's son? Oh, I I'm guess I'm out on that one. Um I'm out I'll, on that one as well. I'll, I'll pull him up uh for later, but um yeah, he so we were we were at brunch and he was bitching about he's like my my plane was delayed for like four hours and he's like I could I could catch a cab and go back into Salt Lake, but what the fuck is there to do in Salt Lake? <laughs> for for two hours <laughs> so he's like so i went to the bar and you know same thing ordered and some guys like hey it's mormon country you gotta you gotta order your drink order an extra shot of whatever is in your drink <laughs> and then he said they came out and they're like oh or i guess the the waiter uh the bartender explained that to him and he's like he's like what you can't just bring a double he's no by state law and i apparently they must check up on that shit real real carefully because they're apparently serious about it and then and then the waiter's like all right well here's your other shot would you like me to pour it into that drink for you and he's like what the fuck (laughs) this is what i ordered the first time (laughs) yeah and and he's like i know and the bartender's like i know fuck me right (laughs) 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 yeah it's it's fucking weird where I'm at, we'd have what I consider one of the cooler bars around here. Like, just kind of a good little honky-tonk. You go in, it's big old wood slab bar with all the old brands on there from all the old ranches. Yeah. should be a cool old bar. In order to get a shot, every bottle has their own little neck on them, and they got to put them in this little machine, and they it reads it out, and that gets straight, sits straight to the state for their liquor commission. No shit. And so if they pour more shots than what that bottle is supposed to have, the liquor commission gets an alert for it. Oh, see, and this is why there's a separation of church and state. All right. (laughs) 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 This is why there's a separation of church and state. And uh, if, if anybody thinks that like, it's a good thing for like the, the hardcore evangelical Christians to be, you know, like pushing their their stuff onto uh, politics. Just remember, it was the hardcore evangelical Christians that brought us the temperance movement, and that yeah. Well, so like, just keep that well, in the you back know of your where mind. I live, Matt. and so yeah, you can't buy beer at the grocery store in this town. However, there are three convenience stores that you can buy beer at, and one liquor store now because thank God it's not a dry county anymore. And which are you in Stratford? Yeah. Yeah, and, but like uh, over in Hartley, that's that's completely dry, right? 
Um, it's weird now. Like you can, if you have a club membership, you can get in and buy. Oh, so Kansas used to be like that too. Um, where it was a dry County. It used to be that way here. Private clubs. Yeah. And so you'd like people's houses that are bars around here, which is weird. Apparently you just show up to somebody's house and they're like, they know that that house always has fucking God bless Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Oklahoma, uh, see, apparently Oklahoma does the same thing too. There's just that that place is called that town's bar. See, and I yeah. guess I was lucky from when I moved out here they had changed it because normally in order to go to a bar, you had to have a membership there. And that was the only way you could go to that bar mm-hmm. was if you had a membership. Yeah. That's not the kind of place I want to be. Well, Kansas was like that for a while, uh, particularly Southwest Kansas. But like the temperance movement also came out of Kansas, too. So it was like I think the the whole state was dry for quite a while, even after Prohibition, maybe. But then and then it became just like a, a, a county by county deal. And um, yeah, when I when I moved there, so <clears throat> like uh, over in uh, in Moscow, Kansas, there's um antlers antlers bar they they served uh they serve mountain oysters <clears throat> and um and it it's you know it's the only bar there in town it's it's a pretty cool little bar and they yeah and they tell you like, hey you got to buy a membership here and uh it's you know it's however many i think it was like 75 no it was it was it was 10 bucks a year for membership and then the next time you came in, they gave you ten ten dollars off your your food, and so it was like, yeah, it was. But you, they had to have your your name and your phone number and your address down for their records because it was a dry county. Well, and that's going back to the whole Mormon thing. Wasn't the whole Nauvoo Legion? Wasn't that kind of big down there in Kansas? Hmm. Because I, I don't know, know some... Missouri was a very big hot spot for it. Um, I don't think it was so much in Kansas. Um, because uh, that the well, the Nauvoo Legion that was in Illinois, but they're they're when they originally settled in Missouri, that was over in it was Jackson County, I think. So I think that's over by like Independence. Um, okay. So it wasn't it wasn't quite that. Um, I there's there's some mormons in in kansas for sure but i don't i don't think there's a a ton of them you know like like no, yeah, nothing Mennonite like country yeah a lot of mennonites in in kansas oh um big well, german I'll be population honest, you get that far east for me my geography goes out the window so <laughs> uh i i'm i'm the same way with I, like i live right next to california but i still don't know the geography <laughs> and and i want to go I want to go see all of California because it's fucking beautiful, but like, I mean, they that they've just ruined. Uh, like, it's it just like, man, uh, like just having a pistol in your in your glove box could could get you a felony over there, and you're just like, fuck, man. I there's a lot of stuff I want to see over there, but I don't want to see it that bad, you know. <clears throat> I don't want to have to deal with that in order to see it, right? And uh yeah, and you know, I think we're we're at like five five oh seven, I think is what unleaded was here. Um and they're so they're probably over seven 
in, in California or, or pushing seven. So here in heart. Utah the other day, for unleaded, it hit eight fifteen. No shit. For unleaded, eight fifteen. What's diesel run? Because diesel's a little bit cheaper through there, isn't We're it? We're still about like five fifty. Yeah. But we huh. got down to back in the fours again. But good old Uncle Joe, he just keeps releasing all that strategic reserve. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't we don't need that reserve for what it's meant for. Let's just release it so that way we can gain a couple extra points in the polls before November. <laughs> right. And uh they 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 tried to ask uh well it not tried, they asked Saudi Arabia to delay shutting down production till after the election and Saudi Arabia is like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, That's- you know, I, uh, I hate the I need, Saudis. I need to send you a meme. <laughs> I, I hate like- the Saudis, but I got to respect a gangster move. And that was a fucking gangster move. So. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I've got, I've pisses got me off is we could have so much oil production right here. That oh, it, I know. We it. could blow every one of those countries out of the water and just will not do it. I know. It's, it, yeah, we've shot ourselves in the foot so fucking hard on this. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. 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 All, all the way yep. around. But I, I, I've got a. I've got a Herschel Walker's son. Uh, I've got his Instagram pulled up. And, uh, it's it's interesting. He's uh let me let me find the oh here we go. This is get you like the full effect of uh of Christian Walker's his name. Uh oh there's uh, I thought there was a video. Hold on, hold on. I know there was a video somewhere. And uh, it's a, uh, it's a doozy. He's American free speech radicalist. He's got a podcast, and uh, his daddy was uh, a star at the University of Georgia and um, running for Senate. Where the? There, there was one. Um, Best thing we could do for this country is get rid of social media. I don't think you can. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree and disagree all at the same time. Fair enough. That wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, Anyway, he is like pretty obviously flamboyantly gay, and and his dad is running the, as like this uh, hardcore yeah. conservative. <laughs> Like Bible thumping Christian, <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, his son is queer as a $3 bill and uh, <laughs> apparently not real real honest with himself. <laughs> there, there, there was one <laughs> video where he was uh, he was uh, like ragging on the on Pride Month and um, in possibly the gayest way possible. I mean, like <laughs> I mean, he was just like, hello! <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it like i can't, I can't so in other words like south park over the maybe top. it's on his twitter I'll, <laughs> I'll i'll keep a look oh yeah like That's mr slave i consider myself blessed with never <laughs> ever ever been on twitter and i don't ever want to be on there. <laughs> yeah twitter's like for really <laughs> Uh, Twitter's a fun place. Twitter is uh it's fun, but it's uh yeah, it's toxic at the same time. There's a there's a lot of angry people on Twitter, but it makes did, it some good Did comedy. Elon ever decide to buy it or quit it completely or apparently he quit it? out. Last I heard he quit out. Well he quit out, but then they sued him and he he went to trial and uh, he then he went ahead and uh, agreed to buy it, and I think it I think it went through. I'm um, I'm hoping it does because I I like Twitter. I like how it's set up. I think it's the best way. Like they have the best way to just share stuff. Like cause the retweet is is awesome. You just all you do is hit retweet and. But it's all like I don't know. Just I don't I don't know. It doesn't matter what platform anymore. Like if you if you're too far outside of the acceptable opinion. They just don't show it. They, they don't have to kick you off either. They just like, don't show your shit. Well, I remember ha- sitting there half trying to run my space. Now we got Bookface. Left Bookface, yeah. got Instagram because I was like, all right, well, now I don't have to see a story about how your cat died. I can just look at a picture about how your cat died. And now Instagram is <laughs> yeah. worth Bookface. Yeah, well then yeah, then you got TikTok and that's just like China trying to uh sell you more shit or uh indoctrinate your kids so eventually two hundred years from now we'll be weak enough to where they can invade us and, and maybe actually have a chance. Well um, I tell you what, one of the other podcasts I listened to, they were just talking about that the other day, and apparently TikTok in China, all it shows is like scientists and like teachers and things mm-hmm. like that and that's what they show to everybody over here in the u.s all yeah they show is people it, being stupid or boobs yeah which don't get me wrong i'm i'm good on the boobs they keep that the shit boobs. right up <laughs> yeah um they know what appeals to us. like uh, people being stupid yeah. boobs they're happy yeah <laughs> they're silly yeah. americans i uh <laughs> And I, I swear to God on, on Instagram's the worst. Like if you go to just, if you go to search and you know, it just has like suggested for you and it's just nothing but big booty, like fitness, Instagram chicks. And I don't search for that. Like I, like that's what, that's what Twitter's for, you know, like, cause, cause Twitter, you'll actually see tips. <laughs> like, yeah. But, uh, like it, it, but it just like, it's in there in your, uh, that's like automatically 
just like built into your algorithm because you're you're a straight man from this age and so they're just like i bet you want to see some instagram whores and you're like well by god if you ain't right instagram <laughs> by god if you ain't right <laughs> but uh, hats on backwards, but then like, god damn, would you look at those tits <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll, I'll i'll wanna go show my wife something that i i found interesting or funny and then i'll have to go search it and then it's just nothing so i had to just like i had to make a conscious effort to search for only like cowboy stuff or comedy jokes and or like you know stand-up comics or something so that when i go to the search page it's not just butts which was i don't get me wrong i was never anti-butt but <laughs> Also, I got I got some really, really um, like uh, menacing glances from my wife, so I had to change it. It's definitely awkward. You're like, no, this is not what I was. I was going to show you something cool. Yeah, I, cool, but in a different way. I, I was, was in the pool. Little notification pops up, and yeah, so and so followed you. All right, so I click on there. I'm scrolling through. Man, if you rub two pennies together, they couldn't have been shinier than this old gal. Oh everything you want <laughs> so i'm sitting there and i'm like all right yeah i'll probably get a follower back about halfway down she has this picture hat on backwards nope nope you lost me if, if you wouldn't <laughs> fuck up that wad key detail i would have done it <laughs> yeah but then you would if you would have clicked follow she would have sent you a dm uh oh, i'm sure if I you'd like to make some fans. money on yeah. the side <laughs> and it was either OnlyFans or she was going to sell you crypto, or or uh, foreign exchange. She was te- gonna she was gonna teach you how to use the foreign exchange market to make money. You know, well, be, I tell you uh, what, be, that uh, whole Bitcoin thing still blows my mind. The last one I'm going to take advice from is some good looking girl on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I I was I've, I'm going to take had advice on crypto from you guys long before I take advice from that girl <laughs> right right um yeah and especially if she's not offering crypto as a payment on her only fans then like you know it ain't real right like if she is she's offering payment and bitcoin on the only fans like that's how you know she's a true believer <laughs> then i'll listen to her <laughs> yeah i uh i've thought about that bitcoin thing long and hard and I like the idea behind it. Like I, I get how like, it, you know, cause you can't inflate the currency because once, once it hits a certain, they, you mine a certain amount of Bitcoin. That's, that's it. Like the, the way it, however they set it up, like it, it stops at that. So you cannot, you cannot inflate it and it's all, it's all secure. It's all like verified on the blockchain, which I don't exactly get. I kind of understand. And so I understand like being being a secure means of, you know, transferring whatever, you know, trade. But I don't get what gives it any value. Like <laughs> that seems like a neat feature, but that should be like added value. Where is the like the real value? Because it it's not even anonymity because it uh, it's all traceable. So like like you can't you can't truly be anonymous on there. See, and that's where I'm uh, at. They, I guess 
Like, I'm an old gold can't... standard type of guy. Truly take it so, from you, this but... have value? Oh, Matt froze. Yep. Don't worry, we're going to But, get yeah, no. Here. I am... I'm with you like gold standard or previous to that, where I hand you the hammer that you want for the tomahawk that I want. Right. It just like you can, there's a tangible actual, you can touch that. That's like those uh, NFTs. How the fuck that is, is that the worth money? the thing ever. I'll just yeah. screenshot it. And now I own your $100,000 NFT. Thanks. Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> I, this thing does not actually exist besides on the computer. How is that worth money? How is Bitcoin worth money? They mine them on computers. Where's the backup to this? How is that a thing that this is now worth money? The, the only way it's worth money is if you get it and trade it off really fast. I don't know. And I'm just I'm just an old cowboy, so that's I, way above my pay grade. I, Oh, he's kind of coming back. He tried. He tried really hard. Matt, come back to us. Did the Helen Keller this for a minute. This shit will go off the rails, Matt, if you don't let us like <laughs> keep us going. Oh, if you just let me weird. talk? Oh, that's going to get bad. <laughs> You're going to be canceled if you just let me talk. Elon was like, nope, y'all have gone too far. We're taking yeah. him out. <laughs> you just talked about me buying Twitter. You're done. <laughs> Because his good old Starlink doesn't work like our, you know, real our real Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, that's because he's on Starlink, so he's just now hearing about when we talked about electric vehicles. So <laughs> <laughs> took him a minute to catch up. <laughs> exactly. But we dog Tesla. We talked about him buying Twitter. He's like, no, y'all are over with. And that's I had a lady in the bar the other night. She was telling me every farmer they're going to be running electric tractors. No. No. The farmers I know, they're in the field 12, 14, 16 hours a day when it comes those big times of year, you know, planting, harvesting. Yeah. If you have a tractor that can run for two hours, then you got to go plug it in for six hours. It's not going to work. That's not the tractor those guys are really going to have. The rest of this world's going to go hungry. Like, Right now, they're bringing trailer. We were doing silage, and they're bringing trailers full of diesel to a tractor. Fill him up, go to the next tractor, hop, 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 and then they never yep. even slow down. Well, and I tell you what, one of the funniest things to me, the uh, companies that they have, like they'll go get buy an F two fifty, and they pull around a big old diesel generator on a trailer, and all they do is they just drive around. They charge up all those electric cars that ran out of battery on the side of the road. <laughs> you have to admit that would be the greatest job ever just sit on your phone build whatever you want to build you know like little small projects man sit oh there for I, six hours while you have to charge this for, if you had a little side gig going and that was what you did by all means but it, to me it just makes me laugh them. that like how are you guys thinking this is better they weren't thinking. That's really the honest and truthful. <laughs> well, and especially growing up in Wyoming, I mean, we're coal country. That honest yeah. goodness, just coal country. I grew up around coal-fired electric plants. You may see a little 
steam coming out of the smokestacks on a cold day. All right. Have you ever seen a lithium mine? They're Make a terrible. coal mine look like a park. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish Matt was on here to hear this right now, but I think it's a total conspiracy theory because so BNSFF, the railroad company, yep, is owned by Warren Buffett. Yep. And if you look at like my part of the Texas, like literally all they do is haul coal trains heading south to the coal plants. And I think he's just doing it and waiting to inflate the product and he's going to make a shit pile of money and everybody's going to be like, oh, wait, electric cars weren't that great. And we're like, no, we had a power wheels when we were five. We figured out electric <laughs> right. cars were really bad. We've all ran those double A's in every Christmas toy we got every year. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Yep. Uh, that's as bad as it is. Coin oil. Coal and oil run this world, and it ain't going to change. Yeah, not for a long, long time until something gets a lot better. Well, and I'm a firm believer there's no such thing as vegan. Because if you look at the byproducts that come off of a cow, I guarantee every person uses a minimum of at least five byproducts off of a cow every single day. Whether they realize they don't even know it. Right. Yeah. And it's just, there's no such thing as vegan. Exactly. Unless you were going to walk everywhere you go and eat nothing but plants, there's no such thing as vegan. Well, and like, you live in a They're going to kill the cow anyways. You You might as well eat her because they're delicious. (laughs) We've (laughs) devoted our entire lives to making that cow delicious. It's like, right now I've worked already over, I'm probably close to 50 hours this week and I've only worked four days. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, was it Thursday? Yeah, I'm yeah. at least fifty. Yeah, and like that's my entire life. That's my whole goal. And like, yeah. I'm gonna do it. And you might as well enjoy it because you can make your life a lot easier. Well, and that's like the whole antibiotic-free deal. That blows my mind. All right, so you're gonna yeah. eat a sick animal and make him suffer in the meantime, like. Give him some meds and let him be happy. Anybody that knows anything is like, all right, if I'm going to inject him with this, I cannot do it within 30 days of slaughter or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, but in the meantime, yeah. All right. That animal is sick as shit. So either I can sit here and let him be sick or I can give him this little drug. Doctor him right up. He'll be right back on his feet. And there we go. And I'll, you know, wait a little bit longer on him. I'm back, fellas. There he he is. I'm back. I'm back. What a mess. We went through a range of topics when when you were gone. Antibiotic free. Lithium mines versus coal mines. Damn it. I'll I'll never hear it either because I never listened back to them. So, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So, I was telling my conspiracy theory. So BNSF hmm. is owned by Warren Buffett, right? Yeah, Burlington, uh, Northern Santa Fe, yeah. Yep, and it rolls right through Stratford every day, right? Mm-hmm. Coming from Trinidad, headed south. Yep. And what are those trains loaded with? I don't know. That coal. good black like, rock that burns forever. Just uh-huh. loaded with coal. And I think they're just promoting electric cars to let everybody get on that train for a minute. And then they're going to let everybody get caught over there, see how bad it sucks. And then be like, oh, well, all of your other stuff is over here with coal now. So 
sucks to be you. But you know, yeah. all the electric plants are run off of coal anyway, so well, yeah, shit pile of money off of it. <clears throat> you know what, Nolan? What really blew my mind when you were telling me that? So the other day we had a down power line called the power company came out and sitting there BSing with the guy. Turns out that power company is also owned by Warren Buffett. And so we got to talking. Well, apparently there's this big lake in California that had been a lake for years and years and years and years. Warren Buffett bought the lake, dammed it off, rerouted the water, let the lake dry out because apparently there's a giant lithium deposit underneath that lake. Yeah, I, I, not not surprised by that at all. Um, yeah, well, imagine that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what's really funny is um, Nancy Pelosi and Dan Crenshaw do better on the stock market than even Warren Buffett. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> okay, so Dan I got to ask: Whose boobs would you rather see, Nancy Pelosi's or AOC's? AOC's hands down, yeah, hands man. down. Those, those are those are some top notch titties. Nancy's, you know. I just all the memes it, you shared about Nancy's. I I I was well. I, I knew Nolan where he was going to go, but I was kind of <laughs> on the gate with you. Oh no no, I I'm just giving respect where it's due. Those are some cannons now, uh, and like 50 years ago, shit. Yeah, that then then that's a that's a real conversation that do you want to have like. AOC yeah, versus yeah, Nancy yeah. 50 years ago. Well, 50 years ago, Nancy would have been like swimming around her daddy's balls or AOC. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm no today's Nancy versus 50 years or today's AOC versus 50 years ago. Nancy. That's that would have been. Yeah. That's almost a coin flip, you know? Um, yeah. I, I would, I would uh, be down on both of those. Uh, I'd still like to see what old Nance is packing just, just for curiosity's sake. Because, and, and, and honestly, out of respect, she's the speaker of the house. Those are some fucking yeah. warlocks there. I, I want to see the, the warlocks behind the speaker of the house. You know, I mean, <clears throat> just for curiosity's sake to say that I have as, as a red blooded American, you know, I thought I was an alcoholic until I watched her give a speech. No, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I thought you were gonna talk shit on me, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I've only been like, drunk on—I've only been drunk on all of my podcasts, not all of them." <laughs> no, you watch was... her give a speech. Shit, her eyes are sitting there doing the googlies, and oh man, she can't figure out how to work her dentures, and oh, oh, it—it's got so bad I've been for drunk, the... But I don't know if I've ever been that drunk. It's been. It's got so bad for the Democrats that they're sending Bernie out on the reunion tour to to try to gin up support because he's the only Democrat that anybody kind of halfway likes. Like even the people that don't like him still are like, eh, I don't mind Bernie. He's a crazy asshole. But yeah, I mean, like it's hard to hard to not like the guy. You know, he just like he's such just like a grumpy old man. You're just like, eh, I don't know. I, I and at least I mean he he's a hypocrite just like all of them, but. For the most part, I don't think he's bullshitting you. Like, <clears throat> I, I think he's wrong on a lot of shit, but I think he actually... I actually he was at least honest about being wrong. Right. And he he believes about being dumb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the thing is, he's not completely dumb because he's really good at diagnosing the problem and I like the actual source of the problem. It's just his solutions are fucking retarded. <laughs> like, just... Yeah. <laughs> 
like we we've seen how that goes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we we've we've had, we're here. We're living it. We've had plenty of, and and before we got here, we've seen plenty of evidence that it don't work. It ends we badly. We saw Cuba and Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, let alone and Greece all and of everywhere the, else, all over the that, Soviet yeah. Union. Yeah, just all, any of that. Just like when yeah, we're seeing it here. Like you can't like once you you relinquish a little bit of your rights. Well, they're like, all right, well, that wasn't enough. We're gonna keep on going. Um, I mean, the the income tax started started as they they passed it as a law. And the Supreme Court shot it down as unconstitutional, so they had to make a constitutional amendment so that it would become constitutional. And it started as one percent uh, of your income on like the highest earners in the country, and now, I mean, fuck, it's like you know, if you're making any anything over like fifty k a year, that's like twenty five percent of your sal- like a quarter of your salary every year straight to the feds. Yep. Well, so you brought up the Soviet Union. So here's my question for you guys, because I'm sure you guys are the same as me. We all grew up that Russia was just top dog, the bad guy. You did not mess with Russia. Seeing the way they're doing in Ukraine, did it completely change your perspective on Russia? Um, Not so much. Um, I I think it did surprise me um, how like how badly they miscalculated that I don't. And also to see how, like how inept um, their, their military is because they do have some, some cool shit. And you also have to wade through like anything you're hearing from Western media. Like you have to take that with a big grain of salt, just like you take anything coming, coming from um, especially from coming from the Ukrainians themselves, because I mean, and I, I don't fault them for it. I'm just saying you're they're full of shit, but they have to be because they're they're fighting for their lives. I mean, they're like they're trying to get everything. So I, I understand that. Um, but they've they've essentially. They almost accomplished what they originally set out set out to do, which is to take that that Donbass region. But they also added two other regions, which makes also yeah. makes sense because it gives them water access down to Crimea. Right. They're playing Which, just like the slow, long, drug out game to draw everybody yeah. towards the issue. Well, and we're uh, like we're a a microwave McDonald's fast food economy, you know. Like, uh, and our attention spans the same way, and we fight wars the same way. Oh, like, yeah. we roll in, fuck a bunch of shit up, and then like it looks cool for a minute, and then like we don't have a plan afterwards. Like then, then shit falls falls apart. But, now like, it's on you. We're done. We came here. <laughs> yeah. We shot people. We're done. Yeah, like, but um, the initial uh, onslaught is like fucking outstanding. I mean, like our our boys are really good at killing. Not so great at building a country because that's not what they were trained to do <laughs> like and desert uh, storm was our perfect war we fought it in 72 hours later we're going home yeah and yeah three days later we we, we shut yeah. up we fuck shit up all right we go back <laughs> home mm-hmm. the one that's really got me and i do not recommend it to anybody but reddit it's an absolute cesspool just terrible oh. terrible place <laughs> yeah yeah reddit's uh Reddit is just long form Twitter. That's, that's but the what that good is. thing about Reddit is you can actually she shit like as it is happening 
going yeah. on through that. Yeah, and see that that's those what I like guys about- that they're drag that Russia is dragging over right now to go fight that war. If you took that AK, laid it underneath your silage pile, built your silage pile, fed your calves <laughs> on that feedlot all winter, and then pulled that AK back out next spring, that is what they're handing to guys right now. Well, and and this is the and one. So that's argument. why I'm like, all right. Well, I thought Russia was these big badasses. And oh, this no, is what they're giving people. That's this, holy typical shit, Russia. It's so rusted. You like, you can't even run the action on it. Well, that's that's typical Russia, but it's also like severe Ukrainian propaganda mixed in with that too. So that's that's uh, you're not wrong. Yeah, and but it, it is a one testament to socialism slash communism is. Um, the one thing that the Soviets ever made that actually fucking worked was the AK-47. <laughs> Even when it's a rusted pile of piece of shit. Yeah, I was gonna say like it, it, like that that old soldier probably still fired that rifle successfully. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like um the the Battle of Stalingrad in World War II, uh, they had one rifle per three men. So you just yep. waited for somebody to die and pick up their rifle. So that's, hopefully the right guy dies to the front. They would literally, they would pick two or three of, depending on what they had for ammo, they'd pick mm-hmm. either two or three guys. They would give one a rifle and then give the other two ammo. Yeah. And, and you just had to hope the, the right front. guy got shot yeah. so you could pick no up shit. a gun. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, sorry, or you I could love pick you. his ammo up. Yeah, I just I, I love you, man, but I hope you die before I do because I really want your gun. <laughs> I would really like your gun right now. Yeah. There's a video that goes around every so often around D-Day that shows you like the fatalities from each country, and it shows you like how long it would take just to show exactly what Russia went through. Like, oh yeah, how like how many people oh, they the gave up? Matter Russians that died in World War II, nobody has any idea. Uh, they estimates are like twelve million, million estimates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we had half a million soldiers, half right. a million. Yeah, and that's like, like two wars at once. Right. Um. Well, so so was uh, so was Germany though. <laughs> they they. <laughs> 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 um. The 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 country that really gets left out of World War Two and like at least in our our memory bank is Poland. Like, um, you know, I think it was Dachau. Was it Dachau or um, Warsaw is where they had the big Jewish ghetto in in Poland. But it wasn't just the Jews. It was all of Poland just got butt fucked. (laughs) It was the Germans. Then it was the Russians. And then it was the Ukrainians. And um, there's a lot of good reason why Poland might've blown up the Nord Stream, you know, because they're still a little bit bitter. (laughs) Like they they just asked... (laughs) They just asked Germany the other day, like within this year, they asked Germany for $4 trillion worth of uh, World War II reparations. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. But in their defense, they lost 10% of their population in World War II. Well, 10%. that's because Poland was the first one that got invaded. That's what kicked off World War II. By both sides. They got, they got yeah. butt fucked by Poland the Axis and the Allies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they uh oh, like the jet roasted like the oh, jews yeah. lost uh six million which is a big number don't get me wrong but the polands lost 10 percent of their entire national population in world war ii 
Like Not they, to mention the fact that both countries bombed the ever-living dog shit out of them mm-hmm. for the entire war. Yeah. So they lost every piece of infrastructure that they had. Oh. They're like, what did we even do? Yeah. Like, and then the U.S. and Britain were like, well, we get that boat, and we get that boat. And Poland's just over there like, holy shit, can I just get a factory again? <laughs> can we please stop being butt-fucked for a little bit? <laughs> my asshole is raw and prolapsed and i would like it to stop for at least a little bit give me a day get a day without butt fucking <laughs> just a little bit of loop that's all i ask <laughs> yeah that that um oh, i i got that uh, author that i had on the other day we were talking about europe and i was like man it is just so much more fucking complicated than any of us here in the u.s realize and all the more reason for us to stay the fuck out of it. <laughs> like, exactly. I, I was like, you can listen to all of them. You're like, he's got a good point. So does he. So does he. And I can see why you all hate each other, but I don't know. Um, we got a bunch of oil. If you guys want it, we'll sell it to you. Peace out. <laughs> like That's that's what, what our our attitude should be. No, it should be. Hey, I got my oil. Y'all have fun over there. Um, die, I guess, if or do whatever y'all. Yeah, want to I do. just, I don't know. I just like, <laughs> hey, um, all that money that we're spending fighting over there. Why don't we build like the most badass fucking defenses around, along our, you know, our coast and on the borders, and just like, we want it to be like as menacing as fuck when you come in but like as soon as you're in and we let you in like it's awesome this is fucking america baby but until then fuck you <laughs> like, like the until billions then, of dollars off. that we spent to pakistan for gender studies mm-hmm. yeah. why the fuck yeah. do we well, not have the coolest ass wall you ever seen around america that's like hey yeah uh, come over here yeah, we'll take we can, care of you yeah we can keep all the canadians out if we wanted to yeah. I, I think we should. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like if we, I, I'm, I'm fairly convinced we will be at war in Europe at some point in the next, you know, five years probably. When we have and, no reason to be there, right? And I think war is inevitable. So if like we can just steer it southward and northward, and we just annex Canada, we annex Mexico, um, maybe yeah. just annex all the way down to the Panama Canal. And then build the wall right there. I was gonna say I'd like to keep the canal. So yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. yeah. Take it right keep. down to there. And um, yeah, like tell Cuba like, hey, no hard feelings. We'll trade with you now. Um, <laughs> you got a problem but, bringing up a Teddy Roosevelt, bud? Yeah, but if uh, yeah, you try to get Russian nukes in here again, we're just gonna wipe you off the <laughs> face of the planet. So it's either become buddies or not exist one like, or the, two. the u.s sinking island because we could do that mm-hmm. yeah uh, so i'm like i'm anti-war to a point but it, like if we're gonna be at war and i think we're gonna be like let's at least get something for it we've got the military to do it and it, oh. it makes a lot more sense to declare war on the cartels than it does the fucking russians i mean the cartels don't have nukes yet so um <laughs> Or do they? Yet. <laughs> Yet. Um, so, yeah, let's take them out while they still don't. I did yeah. see a really good one the other day. 
uh, apparently it was captured from a cartel right and it was a barrett 50 bmg they converted to full auto Fuck. I want to see the guy that could fire that number one. <laughs> I mean, that would that would take like Francis Ngannou in a in a, yeah. in a, in a prone position. Like right. seriously, oh. I've shot a fifty from prone, and I still went backwards. Oh, also, like anybody who thinks it's a good idea to go to war with Russia, like please go watch these up and comers in the UFC coming out of Dagestan. Yeah. Like, they're not flashy, but they will just fucking maul you. And then go go follow uh, Look at That Russian on Instagram. And just, like, take a good look at we're gonna, what we're going to be dealing with when we're at war. And granted, their military might not be the best, but they still got a lot of nukes. In fact, more nukes than we do. And they're crazy as fuck. So let's... Well, it's a lot I better always... to be friends with those guys. I always think way back World War II, everybody in Japan was trying to get him, the old Emperor Hirohito to invade mainland U.S. Mm-hmm. And his exact words, what he said, it'd be a mistake because behind every blade of grass would be a rifle. Yep. They're trying to take that away. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only thing that's got the U.S. for as long as we've been in the U.S. Well, it's also the only as good thing... militaries we've had. They already know. Holy shit! They, their military is one thing. There's a whole reserve over here that those guys will fuck you up. It's also the only thing that has stopped the U.S. from going full authoritarian too. Like, uh... <laughs> like that... whether you like the Bundys or not, and whether you agree with them, that that was a uh... point that yep. showed what we are still capable of. I tell you what, I ran up the other day to Idaho to go pick up a big tote of grain to feed some fat steers out. Everywhere, every building you pass on up there in Idaho, Ammon Bundy Bundy for governor. I noticed noticed that too when we went up to Braun Brothers this year. It was, yeah, everywhere was Ammon Bundy and you know what, I and I like the Bundys. I don't agree with them on a lot of stuff. I I really don't agree with how they go about things some way, but also yep. I respect the fuck out of them because they, they stood up and, and I will vote for one Republican this, this uh, election. That's Joe Lombardo because he was the sheriff at Bunkerville that said, Hey, this has gone too far. We're letting these cows out. And he told, he essentially told the BLM to stand the fuck down. Yep. Uh, I'm not saying that the Bundys were right, I think how they went about things probably wasn't the best, but also anybody that says he was a free grazer is full of shit. He paid his dues. He just paid him to the, to Clark County instead of the federal government. Seems like an issue that could have been figured out between Clark County and the BLM, you know, without all of the nonsense, but well, and for way, sure, he made his stand and yeah. So I respect for what, what they did. And I, I don't. I don't think Lombardo is going to be a great sh- uh, governor by any means, but he's going to be better than what we have. And I know when like shit gets tense, he's a guy that's like, "Hey, like we're not gonna, we're not gonna have a shooting match today. Like we're this ain't happening. Not on my watch." And and uh, so and he was he was not even like the the actual sheriff at the time. I think he was the the you know the second in line. 
Um, and you know, Clark County has got a different deal because the like Las Vegas Metro and the sheriff's department's all one department. So it's, it's a little right. different. Um, but he was the guy in charge that day and he, and he was like, no, we're, we're not getting a shooting match. You guys are, you know, BLM, you guys are out of line. You guys, I don't want to see anybody die here tonight. So we're letting these cows go, which is what should have happened. And, um, so when push comes to shove, that was a reasonable man. And the guy that, that aired on the, the side of just like, Hey, let's figure this out peacefully somewhere else. That's a, that's a guy you want in charge. I, so that's the one Republican I'll vote for everything else. I'm voting libertarian down the ticket. I don't give a shit if it gives the, the race to the Democrats run better Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they Fine, haven't earned my better. vote. <laughs> the rest of them haven't earned my vote. Lombardo did one good thing and, uh, and he did it in the time when it needed to be done. Like when pressure was on. So, all right, he earned my vote on that one. The rest of them ain't done shit. I'll vote libertarian because at least I know they don't want to take my shit. <laughs> well, I'm like, we ran into that down here in Texas, right? With Crenshaw. Yeah. He acted all cool and seemed yep. like the right guy and then magically turned into, I will take your guns. <laughs> oh, and, and now he's also going to play the veteran card to make you feel bad about you not wanting to take uh, him to take your guns. Yeah. So fuck him double hard. I got to refill. Be right back. I I think it'd be a good time to go to Patreon because I gotta I gotta take a leak and uh, yeah we're at yeah we're we're at a hour forty so yeah good enough. If you guys got a little bit little bit of time on your hands, we'll 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 tell some some extra dirty jokes here on on the backside. Because I knew how it went last time. Perfect and heavy emphasis on the backside. (laughs) all right well uh thanks everybody for tuning in remember this is the last uh live stream that will not or that will go out to the public so if you want to be part of the the live stream we don't have typically have too many but it's a fun time if you guys get to comment well uh you know we'll interact with you i'll put it up on the screen and whatnot it's it's always a good time if uh because sometimes people have some funny jokes that but they don't want to be on a podcast so just comment it instead but uh <laughs> patreon.com slash burning daylight best way to help out the show and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna tell some some uh some extra rank stuff on on the on this other side so anyway um brady your first time on the show why don't you sign us off buddy hey appreciate all you guys coming on be sure like subscribe comment all that bullshit i don't i don't know what do you what do you do on podcast i already told you matt i ain't good at computers that's all right that's all you got to do now move your ass move your ass we're burning daylight (laughs) bam all right Up in the morning beneath the stars so bright. Pull your hat down, make sure your cinch is tight. Horse is kinda snuffy, cold chill up your spine. You'll get your ass moving somewhere burning daylight. Burning daylight.
sure you sit up tall. I can see the horizon, it's looking pretty bright. We'll get your ass moving, sun, we're burning daylight. Here. 